So you just drag it. Uh, okay. That's right. So this thing is just, uh, it's so annoying. But, um, yeah, have you done, have you done DMT? Yeah. Yeah, do you like it? I thought it was pretty cool, yeah. I actually really liked it, but you gotta be with, like, a group that likes it, too, that makes it more fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, if not everyone is involved and into it, it's kinda... Yeah. I mean, it's a little awkward as it is, just, like, getting into it the first time. Yeah. And sort of, like... Because, like, even though everyone's eyes are closed, like, the, doing it, I just feel like I'm like, wow, it probably just looks so ridiculous from the outside. Yeah. And you kind of have to get into be... it and forget and just really, like, not think about it, just sort of move. And... Yeah. And, like, I mean, they turn the lights, like, way down so it's not even bright. It's usually, like, taught so six times a year. It's when the, gra like, one class comes in, there's one day that they take it. Mm -hmm. It's, like, part of the class. So it's either in the morning or the night or whichever days it's offered that week. So it's kind of like a cool thing, but I was going to say, if you wanted to do it, I could give you Kathy's information. Yeah, I'm interested. So I mean, let uh, me just find out which alumni group she posted. I haven't, I mean, I've done it, but I've never conducted or, yeah, they, but, I, but I guess it does it help that I have teaching experience with a group. Is that kind of what they're, yeah, that's because you said like for. if they have the layout, maybe they're just looking for someone that knows how to work with a group. Or, yeah. You, they want somebody who's just worked with a group, like perfect for like a yoga instructor. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know what DMT is, it's this really cool thing called dance meditation technique where you basically, you, you kind of just move intuitively with your eyes closed. Um, and it's, pretty therapeutic it's kind of weird the first time you do it it feels kind of awkward and weird but you basically just get to um sort of like without boundaries just like express yourself and it can get really intense too like you get a room full of people doing it full scales like everyone's just jumping and stopping around and it's cool like uh everyone basically has their eyes closed there's no cameras or anything so you don't have to really worry about being watched or, or looking uh, awkward but highly recommended if you're if you're into that kind of thing yeah it's really interesting i think the end we'd listen to like don't stop believing in the whole time nice. you're, just, you're listening to more like tibetan beats you're listening to like sounds of different like tones it's not like music that you hear on the radio it's more along the lines mm. of like we're just going to feel it out we're going to feel the music into each you know body and you know into each muscle and we're just going to kind of go with it it's definitely more of a flow but um it, it was cool like at the end everyone kind of just came together so yeah you know definitely raises the vibration in the room for sure yeah i should do that here sometime honestly i have another friend who yeah. um who talks about it a lot and she's kind of like helps the guy who conducts it do marketing like she's always she talked to me once about potentially doing it here and i think the reason we didn't was just because there's not a ton of space here you couldn't do you, you could do it you here. could do it with a smaller group you um, could do it here but i think he does it with like he tends to do it with pretty big groups and like have larger venues okay. um but like it would i think it would work here yeah it would just have to be sort of a smaller group yeah, you could, like, do it, like, once a month or something. It doesn't have to be something all the time or, like, you know, once in a season even. That nice. would even work. So kind of, like, get, like, a, you know, a build-up for it, get people excited about it, and then everyone just kind of comes in. They're all kind of, like, looking to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, anybody I've talked to who knows what it is or who has done it is like, oh, my God, yes, it's amazing. Yeah. It's super cool. It's fun. It's definitely, yeah. it's, it gets you out of your element, but then you're in your element because you're just so in tune with right. yourself. Right. It takes a minute to sort of get into it. Every time yeah. I've done it, which is only two times, it's like weird at first. And then once you stop thinking about what you look like from the outside and you like, it becomes just an internal thing. It's like, 
extremely releasing and I always yeah. have like like a bunch of aggression just kind of comes out and like it gets released um it's really good yeah. it's good stuff I agree so I'll um I'll get you that information cool. so you can send it over and email her so um let's talk about massage Okay. Because I basically, yeah, I just wanted to start doing more podcasts with people who are in the same general field as me, um, just to get some like cool conversations on record and give people who are listening, like just advice on how to maybe find a massage therapist and the difference between, or at least in my experience, like a therapist versus someone who's just like giving you a nice little massage that feels good. Because when the few times that you've worked on me, it's definitely different than like, what I had experienced as massage before that point. Of course. It's a little less comfortable. It's a little more like challenging, like even sometimes painful, but then afterwards you can tell it's actually therapeutic. It's not just like to feel good for a few minutes. It's like actually addresses some of the um, imbalances and problems that I had. So uh, I guess uh, like what got you interested in it? When did you decide you wanted to do this? So when I wanted to do massage, yeah. basically I always wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. I always was that kid that would, like, come up, rub your shoulders, you know, do whatever. And I went to school originally and checked it out. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go here. And then I let my family, like, kind of, like, deter me from it. They're like, well, do you really want to do massage? Like, you know, they weren't, you know, on board with it. Mm -hmm. So then I went to school for physical therapy. And right. what happened was my last year, I was in my last quarter, 17 credit hours in 10 weeks, got waitlisted. I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Like, so I went right back to where I originally wanted to be at massage and went to school, loved it. I went to Irene's. I mean, it was great. I mean, just so many different aspects with, you know, Eastern medicine and you just get to learn more of a variety of techniques, you know, and different elements to kind of like have a toolbox for your massage, sure. but it's got to be something that you want to do. So when right. I like first started like working with people, I was like, oh wait, like I can actually help you. And that's where I was like, no, this is hands down where I want to be. Sure. Yeah, I remember uh, before we met, I have one other friend who I think I've mentioned to your name's Hannah, who also went to Irene's. And what's the full name of that place, just for, yeah, for anyone who's interested? Irene's Myomassology Institute. It's in Southfield. It's in Franklin Southfield. Road. Right. Yep. So it's like 20, 25, 25 minutes from here or so? Yeah, it's like really close to 10 Mile and Telegraph. So. Right. So yeah, my first experience with Irene's is when I went with my friend Hannah for one of her like practical assessments, or I don't know exactly what it was, but it was like bring a friend yeah, to... Yeah, it was guest day. Exactly. So she did, she kind of, it was like a, uh, like a makeshift appointment where she like did the initial, initial consultation with me, asked me about my problems, had me sort of walk back and forth and assess what was going on. And then I got a massage. It was like a full like 45 minute or an hour long massage. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. I could just tell like being there, seeing all like the posters of anatomy on the wall that it was like super in depth. There was like a huge emphasis on fundamentals, proper technique, understanding what you're doing. So you're not just like giving someone a back rub, you know, you're yeah. actually figuring out if they have any problems, where there's tension or anything. And, uh, and then I came back a second time too. Like I did it, I did that with her twice. Um, and it was really cool. It was like a different experience. I could just tell like, you know, they're really invested in 
long-term therapy, like long-term results. Yeah. They, Instead of like just the spa experience where you go and you like treat yourself and it feels really nice. Like yep. it didn't feel nice at every point. Like at some <laughs> points I was like, wow, this is hard. This is not comfortable. Yeah. But, it's definitely all about practice there. Um, when it comes down to it, you know, each therapist is going to gravitate towards different techniques and different mm-hmm. ideas of massage. Some therapists really just want to have people relax. So they're going to dedicate all of their techniques and it's going to be around relaxation. Like, do I have the aromatherapy? Is the music right? Is the table warm? You know, it's going to be more accommodating. But mm-hmm. you kind of, I have more of the opinion, like I want to accommodate as many people as I can sure. to keep a challenge going. So, you know, you get people with actual issues with muscle groups or maybe they tore up rotator cuff. Those are more of the things I gravitate to. Like, I want to look at how you're functioning now. What's your range of motion? Mm -hmm. So I'll take every tool that I have to use that. But at the same time, I want to accommodate you. I want you to be comfortable. Sure. So they definitely give you a whole, like, spread of different things that you can do. And it's just kind of like what you take from it. Right. And you make it your own. Cool. Cool. What, uh, how long did the whole thing, the whole certification program take you? Like how long from start to finish and how many hours of total like instruction and other things that you were doing? So the whole program's one year. Uh So I started school in September of, what was it? 2016. I started in September of 2016 and then I ended in August of 17. So it's a year, 750 hours um, they give you the basic Swedish massage techniques, but really it's not just the format that they give you. The teachers who are teaching there learn from Irene herself, the founder right. of the school. Right. So it's more hands-on, you know, they're, they're more embedded into everything that's going on. You know, it's not just a place where you go and you learn how to massage somebody's sure. back. So it's definitely, you know, teachers there, they care. They definitely want to, you know, have the best interest for everybody, the student and for the client or the patient even. Sure. Now, what was uh, Irene's background? Like, you know, obviously when you go there and you talk to people there and you see everything that's offered, obviously, like you just said, it's not just back rubs. She was like into traditional Eastern medicine and stuff like, I'm sure like Ayurvedic sciences. Like, do you know about what her background was or like how she got into all of this and where she studied and stuff like that? Yeah. So we actually, there is a page dedicated. So at Irene's you get a book and it's a book that Irene wrote herself for massage. I mean, she dedicated 60 years of her life. Like she lived up North. She, um, did like hair and stuff. She moved all the way down to Detroit all by herself. You know, when she hit into like her adult years, she had kids and really sad story was that her son died actually. Like he died because of a, um, ulcer. Hmm. So, and back then they used to tell you, oh, just give them milk, give them milk. Well, then that's really what motivated her to really learn into, was this what I should have done? Hmm. You know, and then she looked into, well, let's, what's this method? Or, you know, she just grew an interest for everything. So then Hmm. she came up with massage and she was like, I'm going to start practicing reflexology on people's feet or I want to learn Ayurveda medicine. So she thought it was really good to give people a foundation to kind of, put their hands, you know, in the pockets in all different corners of the world to kind of see, you know, which cultural aspects help with healing. That's really where she dedicated her life. So cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can tell when you talk to the instructors there that, like, she was such a huge part of everything. Yeah. Like, she poured herself into that. Like, you know, the people there quote her and, like, you know, she was obviously very disciplined as well. Like, I don't know if strict is how you would she was described or I just, like, very involved, yeah. just very, like, dedicated and intense about what she did. She was definitely intense. I mean, I didn't have the opportunity to meet her. She did pass in 2011. Yeah. But from what I hear is you, she, she would walk in the room and she would just go to your problem. Like, she didn't look at you. She didn't say anything. She would mm-hmm. just come up and be like, your shoulder hurts here. And she just knew. Like, she just had a natural talent for it. You know, and she would uh, she would just really get on people. She wanted people to learn things the right way. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that she was strict. She was just, this is how it is. Like, I've right. studied it so long. Exactly. You know? Right, right. Makes yeah. sense. So uh, when you say, when you said earlier that you're, what you sort of gravitated towards is more like function, range of motion, or, uh, you know, like, Goals, yeah. yeah. I like to help Fixing people get specific. to their goals. You want to increase your flexibility, let's do it. Right. You want to, you know, just relax or you need to de-stress, let's do it. We'll figure out a way to do it. Or, you know, some people develop compensation patterns. Sure. You know, let's try to, you know, reverse it, you know. You know, I'll, I love to give people, you know, ideas of, like, what I do for stretching. Right. It really helps because then if they want to do it, you know, they might get more out of each session, you know, and it takes longer than between sessions until you need another massage. So the goal is to, you know, keep your body healthy, but, you know, mm-hmm. don't want to have to see you every week. Right. That's not the goal. Right. The goal is to get you just back on track with life. Right. Better habits so that you don't need as much external manipulation just maintenance right just maintenance sure does that does having that sort of style uh draw a certain type of client to you like do you notice that most of your clients have a lot of the same issues or have a lot of the same goals yeah i get a lot of clients with sciatica i get a lot of people with disc issues i get a lot of people who have been in car accidents i get a lot of people with scoliosis just different things because from a massage therapist point of view you have to know what you're working with and how to manipulate the muscles into a different pattern Mm -hmm. so usually what happens is most people who have like an issue or something that's going on they come to see me. Mm-hmm. Some people come for relaxation, but it's not it's not usually the crowd that I draw. I mm-hmm. do a relaxation massage and it's great, but usually when somebody has something come, going on, they come back and see me. Right. Yeah. What about like athletes? Do those, I, I feel like those yeah. people specifically, especially depending on what they're doing, um, but if someone, even if someone doesn't have like a limitation, like in my case where like I lift weights and I also have scoliosis, but like even if someone's in tip top shape and they have no imbalances, do you find that people who engage in like intense activity or working out or sports need that same sort of thing? Like, yeah. And most of the time, a lot of people that I've noticed, like through sports massage or deep tissue massages, you know, people who are really active, you know, they still have slight limitations you know and we'll come in we'll stretch we'll gain access because most of the time your body's not aware like you might have a 10 20 degree difference sure but we can definitely make a pattern you know into a better structure than what it was before right so that's usually what the goal is but a lot of the times yeah i get a lot of people who are just like beat me up on the table and i'm like once you get going it's really not about that it's about just making something better right so so based on um, the most common issues that you see, because it seems like, you know, a lot of people 
struggle with a lot of the same things. Like a lot of people sit too much or they don't sit well. You know, they sit with poor posture. They stand not balanced. They stand with poor posture. Um, Even if they're not engaging in physical activity like sports or anything like that, just in general, you know, like people sit and stare at computers all day long um, without going to see a therapist, like if people don't have time yet or if they can't afford it. What are like maybe one or two just general things or principles you would recommend that people apply to help with something as basic as posture or muscle tension? Like yoga. Really? Absolutely. I recommend yoga to every one of my clients. And even if it's not yoga, it's stretching. Just stretching. Yeah. I mean, you get a person who sits at a desk all day long. All right. So their hip flexors are going to be tense. You know, Mm -hmm. they're going to start sleeping in the fetal position at home because they're so fixed like that for so long. So there becomes a pattern to where your muscles are so used to being contracted in certain areas of the body Mm -hmm. that you can't quite get out of. And then all of a sudden, a lot of people who work at desk say, my shoulders really hurt. Mm-hmm. My neck hurts. Everything's tight. Or, you know, my low back is having some major issues, you know, and then you look, are you driving long distances? Are you sitting at a desk 10 hours a day? Do you get up? Do you walk around? And these are the people who mostly don't want to go do things. They want to go home. They want to sit on the couch or, you know, they yeah. have kids and they just can't get out. But I always recommend stretching or yoga just to counter those daily stressors in life to give you some relief and you'll have more energy. You'll feel better. You'll feel like you got 20 pounds off your back once you start. Yeah, no kidding. That's like exactly how I felt that like two or three times that you've done a little bit of work on like my shoulder specifically. It's like afterwards getting up, it's like I've lost weight. Yeah. It's not just like the, the light feeling in the body and the muscles. It's like the actual structure. Like it feels like the way the weight is placed and sort of hanging on the... hanging on the structure of my skeleton is like more efficient. It's just better. It's like, it doesn't feel as heavy. A lot of like my job is to bring body awareness to you. Right. You know, I even also go in for massage. I'm like, wow, I knew it was going to be bad. Like I knew it was tight. Like I know what I'm doing is hard on the body, but I didn't realize how bad it was Mm -hmm. because you have to make time to counterbalance everything that's going on. So a lot of people, when they feel things in certain areas like neck, shoulders, most of the time it doesn't even start there. The pattern starts developing, you know, Mm. in the front of the body, you know, for somebody who sits at a desk, like Mm. the chest is concaving in, you Mm -hmm. know, so you got to stretch out the pectoral region or you need to stretch your hip flexors because your hamstrings are always being engaged. They're always contracting. So, you know, you really have to kind of look at what you're stretching and what you're doing, but it's, the goal is to bring you back to a normal alignment. And that's when yoga comes into place because it is the best. It is honestly the best. If you're not going to do massage, you know, if you want to do things, but you don't want to, you know, have to pay or anything, you know, you get some tools, you start using them, apply them to your everyday life and you'll just feel better. You'll be a happier person. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely been my experience. I'm like addicted at this point. Yeah, it's addicting. Physically and mentally just angrier and more frustrated when I don't do my practice. Yep. You know, once you start to feel good, you want to keep feeling good. You don't want to go sure. back. So it's kind of like health, making new healthy patterns. You know, you want more healthy habits. And once you get going, you're, you're going to love it. It's going to make you feel good. For sure. You know, it's like some people, they drink pop or something and it makes them feel good. Or other people are like, hey, ice cream makes them feel good. Yoga will do the same. 
for sure. Yeah. For sure. Speaking of things like uh, foods or like diet, in your experience, what role has have you seen people's diet play in things like uh, inflammation or muscle tension? Um, just in your experience, like, oh, are there foods that make it worse or better? Just what's your general ex general experience with diet and what it has on how it plays into what you do with massage? So diet can have multiple things. When it comes to the massage aspect, I get people who say like, oh, I have irritable bowel syndrome or, oh, I have a gluten intolerance or I have a wheat intolerance. And there's different things that it stops the digestive tract. Hmm. And when that happens, when the digestive tract stops, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but you can get abdominal massage. There is things okay. that kind of speed up the process to get relief when that happens. So there's a way of, you know, clearing out the colon and trying to just move everything along. And some people aren't always open to having their bellies rubbed. So it's always something that I ask people if it is a persistent issue, if they're having problems with it. But most people who have issues with their diet, you know, if you're not hydrated, your mm -hmm. muscles are going to be tight. They're going right. to be tense. They're they're not getting enough nutrients. They're not getting the supply to keep them that full range of motion. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, you know, you slowly start to kind of like dwindle down to, wow, like I just don't feel good, you know, or just everything's tight or sometimes injuries happen. That could be a huge part of it. Um, certain foods you eat, you know, they make you feel groggy. So it yeah. just depends on what the daily routine is at that point and how you can tweak it to feel better. Sure. What was the, uh, what was the most challenging aspect of your training? Most challenging aspect. That's a really tough one. You're putting me in the spot there. <laughs> I would say the challenging aspect was really trying to slow down. Mm -hmm. I wanted to learn everything and I wanted to learn it quick. Mm -hmm. So there's only so many ways you can learn things, but the best experience is hands-on. Sure. So part of the issue was, man, I really want to do this, but nobody has this issue. Okay. So it was kind of like, mm. you got to wait, you got to be patient. Like I had people that, you know, were in car accidents. I was like, I've never worked on somebody who has been in a car accident. Like I have a pretty good idea of how, you know, to work with them. But once you do, it's like Christmas morning for me. It's like a puzzle and I love the puzzle, you know, start putting everything into place and things just make more sense. It's like an epiphany to where you just kind of keep working through it and then you get a better understanding for somebody else's body. Cause not everyone's the same. Mm -hmm. You can't treat a client like they're the same. You have to customize each session for them. Sure. Uh, did you have like a lot of, was there a lot of stuff you had to memorize, like on, especially on the anatomy side, like, was there a, a ton of, uh, just like book work or was it, or what would you say the ratio was between like hands-on techniques, actually practicing versus reading and memorizing and just sort of learning information mentally? So for me, I had the pre-physical therapy background. So right. it was kind of, you know, like that tool in the bag. I already had it. I already knew the structure of the body. I already knew all the muscles of the body. Mm -hmm. So really it came into learning the movement. Okay. Like, what does each muscle do? Like, how does this move? Or, you know, why is it moving this way? It was starting to develop an eye to see, okay, this is how it's supposed to move. Why are you moving this way? So it's kind of just a pattern where you look at things and you try to ask different questions. I mean, the book work wasn't crazy. It really, for most massage therapists, it's about learning the technique, mm -hmm. you know, learning what to do and what not to do. So you have to have a Western medicine background with massage. Sure. Absolutely. 
just because there are certain people you can't work with. Like mm-hmm. if you had a uh, heart disease, I'm unfortunately like I really can't work with you. There are some people who go through certain forms of cancer you can't work with, or you have to get a certification. You know, you have mm, to be really cautious. You can't just help everyone. You have to accept that there's some people you're not yet ready to help. I see. So. Yeah, definitely. That's a challenge for me too in uh, like teaching yoga is just recognizing that some people are not ready to move that way. They need something more fundamental. And most of the time I can give them at least something to help, yeah. but but not always to the extent that I want to. You yeah. Know, I, I, I sometimes I project onto people because my body was in a good enough condition that when I picked this up, I could just fully pick it up. And I got really into it really quick and the benefits were just so clear so fast. And I want people to have that experience too. And sometimes they're just not ready, you know, either from an injury or just like if there's overweight or for any number of other reasons, they just aren't, they need something else first. They need to go ABC, which is tricky. Yeah. And learning the modifications even to do things is Mm -hmm. a huge part of it. But for some people, you know, if you can't get into certain things, you know, then you got to look at, is it a mental thing or is it a physical thing? Some people get injuries and they guard you know, and then they're like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So they have to get past that mental barrier themselves first before they can get to the physical barrier. And so when it comes to the physical barrier, you know, stretching, massage, yoga, they're all just really great. Even working out. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when you yeah. start taking better care of yourself, you'll start to do things you didn't think you could do before. Absolutely. So the program was a year long, 750 hours. Yes. What's the cost of the program? So it varies. There's some people who get financial aid and then there's yeah. other people, you know, who do student loans. Um, it's anywhere from ten to 15000 I think I mm-hmm. paid just under 13000 to do mine in a year. But Irene's, they work with you. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, student That's... loans, you can take them out or they set you up on a payment plan or right. you can just pay it all up front. I mean, you don't have to buy books like mm-hmm. on semesters. I mean, it's a program. You just get everything up front. Right. So it was, uh, it honestly it was probably better than anywhere else. It's a better program than other schools, I definitely think. I mean, you had the Ann Arbor Institute that shut down. Uh, Baker College got rid of their massage program. So there's not many schools to go to, but at Irene's, you get more out of it. It's not just Swedish massage. Sure. You can learn different styles of massage, and you pick them. You get 160 cool. hours to play with. I see. That's really cool. Yeah. So a portion of the program, you kind of just you get to decide what your curriculum is going to be. Yep, you customize it to your interests. Nice. So safe to say you'd recommend it. Highly. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, like for people who might be interested, like, uh, how are are they going to be able to sort of fit this in with other things they're doing, like a job or what was the schedule like for you? Like on a, on a weekly basis, how did you, were you able to sort of juggle this with other things you were doing, like working or any other time commitments that you had? The school really works with you. So for me, I had a very, very crazy hectic schedule between just work and just daily life, you know, Mm -hmm. buying a house and just, you know, constantly having things going on or, you know, emergencies pop up over the years, like something happens in a family. So Irene's is great because you can go in the AM class or you can go in a PM class or you can go on a different day. Like you can set your normal schedule, but if God forbid something happens, you can just kind of drop in at another time. Or if you're going on vacation for a week, you Mm -hmm. know, there is a class that's ahead of you for graduation. You know, students who started the program three to six months prior to you, you can just kind of make up the class with them too. So there is room to not miss anything. Nice. So, So, um, 
Now, so you've got this background in physical therapy and you've got your massage certification and I'm sure the background in physical therapy really helped really kind of yeah. probably give you a bit of a leg up. Yeah. I worked of, at an office for a year with a great physical therapist and cool. honestly as taught an assistant? me a lot as an aide, as an aide, as an aide, is that one step up or it was actually, what? so working as an aide, you do a lot of the things assistants do okay. but without the degree. I see. Okay. You know, you only get paid so much and I was lucky to have a doctor who was like willing to let me work with people and cool. really learn about, and he challenged me. So you got hands-on experience with hands -on. people. And... Got to see everything. I got to see evals. I got to see how, you know, patients came in and how they left, like at the end of their whole program, not just in the day. I got to see all the progress too. It was nice. really good. So do you feel at this point with that background and, uh, and now having your massage certification, are you, are you interested in more certifications or what do you think your ongoing education is going to look like? Do you see yourself ever going back and finishing the physical therapy thing? Or do you feel like you're in a groove with massage? I mean, I know you mentioned before we got on air, you were doing, uh, maybe doing an ART thing or whatever. Yeah. How do you see things going in the future? What else do you want to, uh, learn how to do, or how do you see your career evolving? I'm going to keep the momentum going. I love massage. Um, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot on the body. You know, I want to keep growing. I don't ever want to stop doing massage. I'm mm -hmm. very, very passionate about it. I have a year left for the physical therapy, so I am going to go back. I'm going to finish that out, you know. And Are you it. still on the same? You're like on waiting yep. to be Just accepted waiting. into a program? Yep. So I have to apply next spring. Okay. So I have some time to kill before then, but I mean, there's so many different things I want to do to understand, to better help people. And I think the best way to do it is hands-on experience. Mm. So definitely going to be looking into yoga. You know, there's so many programs available. You know, there are a dime a dozen. You just got to pick the right one For sure. and have the time. So that's something I want to do and, you know, finish out the physical therapy. But I want to get more hours in with continuing uh, with massage. So mm -hmm. definitely look into ART, some myofascial classes, some craniosacral classes, just things that further help people. You know, the more tools I have, the better I can help you. For sure. Can you describe ART again? I know we were just talking about it, but... Yeah, so the ART, it's an active assisted range of motion technique. So really what it is, is, um, you know, you get certified in all these different um, modalities. And this one specifically, a lot of chiropractors use. It's nothing to do with like a manipulation with the bones. It's all with the muscles, but it's having a better understanding of how to really work with people. And mm -hmm. this is one that I think only two therapists in the whole state of Michigan are licensed in. There, there's not many. Mm -hmm. So this is a certification that is, it's hard to get. Right. It's hard to get. And once you're certified, you have to recertify every year. Nice. So, um, if people are interested in contacting you and have questions about massage, either whether it be like to ask you about the program you attended, or maybe even look into getting help from you where and how is the best way to reach you so usually the best way to reach me is you know via facebook okay. everyone's on it i'm on it so my personal page is under my name jocelyn simpson cool and um you know even then like even through email like i have a email that i like to use for people jocelyn simpson 24 at outlook.com okay and i'm really responsive on that i'm on it every single day five times a day so nice jocelyn simpson simpson 24. 24 at Outlook.com. Yes. And your name, how do you spell your first name? It's J-O-C-E-L-Y-N. L-Y-N. And then S-I-M-P-S-O-N? Yep, just okay. like the TV show, The Simpsons. Cool. Yeah, so if you're interested, guys, um, 
look her up. Um, I've only had, uh, like, we've only done three sessions, really. Yeah. And only one of them was, like, a full session where you brought in your table and um, – it was awesome. It's been awesome every time. Like I've learned just like after, especially uh, one thing you said really stuck out to me where you're like, you say you help people, help teach people how to hold their bodies in a different way. And specifically like I have this shoulder issue because I have scoliosis and it's never been insane. It's never given me like tons of pain or at least not that I noticed. But after some of our sessions, I remember just realizing the difference how I had been holding my shoulder and that even though it felt like it was normal, it was a pattern that had been set in and you kind of just in that hour were able to like create movements that showed me like, Oh, if I just focus, I can hold this in a different way. And I could feel the difference between holding it the way that it was tense and sort of misaligned versus how it was afterwards. Yeah. Super cool. Absolutely. Body awareness is huge. A lot of people get so used to feeling away that that's normal. Right, you know, exactly. You probably just felt normal. You didn't yeah, it didn't it feel pain. Yeah. It wasn't like sharp pain, but it was definitely tension, you know, and that I had just sort of grown accustomed to. Yeah. And then afterwards, even just with those few sessions, now I sort of have this basic muscle memory where I realize I'm like, oh, that's how I usually hold my shoulder. And sometimes I'll catch myself doing it and I can – that muscle memory, that pattern sort of there. Like I, I can – you know, it's not gone, right? Because yeah, obviously it, three, it three sessions aren't just going to destroy everything. And depending on the limitation, it could take, you know, who knows, could you just it could be could take a different period yeah. of time for each person. And it helps me, you know, doing things like yoga as well. I think that might be part of why I had, I felt like such instant relief. Yes. It's like I had a pretty good feel of my body, um, pretty decent proprioception. So once I felt that difference, I was like, no, I can just consciously hold my body this way and and not follow that old pattern, not just follow that muscle memory that puts yeah. it out of Once alignment. Once you engage that awareness, I mean, it just, it really opens the door and it paints the picture a lot bigger to where you know what's going on consciously, physically, and subconsciously with the body. So you don't develop that pattern again. Like you can go longer between massage sessions. You know how to work on it yourself with the yoga. Like how can I stretch it or which way, you know, mm -hmm. can I really benefit from trying something else? So it really does open the door once you kind of look at it from the other side. For sure. For sure. So one last question. People who are interested in this program, interested maybe or just in general getting a massage certification or people who are already doing it, what's the number one piece of advice you'd give them? Honestly, the number one piece of advice is ask yourself why you want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just do it because you want to make money or don't just do it because you think you're going to be good at it. You know, this is something that you're going to be working with other people. You're going to really be working with other people's emotions, you know, their physical condition. Mm -hmm. And there comes a point to where it's like, you know, it's all fun. Some people think of massage like, oh, you just go to a spa and you just relax. If that's what you want to do, that's great. You can definitely do that, hmm. you know, but you want to know what you want to do with it. Sure. You know, get an idea. So that way, when you set up your program, you pick your classes to revolve around what you want to do after the fact, you know, really have an idea of how you want to form your massage practice or how you would like to practice, you know, and it'll just give you like a better idea of yourself and understanding, you know, it. You don't want to spend all that money to not want to do it. You do have to get licensed in the state of Michigan. You have to take a test. So it's something you want to be prepared for. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. Absolutely. Thank cool. you for having me. I kind of wish we had like pressed record earlier too. We were yeah. having such like, it was unrelated, but we were having a pretty cool conversation. Yeah. I feel like I have to get in the habit of, yeah, exactly. I have to, we just have to get in the habit of like whenever I have like a re, like connect with someone that like, 
I usually vibe with and have good conversations, just like press record, just like get it all on tape. Absolutely. You know? I mean, that would be that would be fun. Some people would probably be listening and I'm laughing, you know, yeah. or even feeling like they're just jumping right in. I would definitely like to get other people's viewpoints when we talk to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Get everyone's perspective. So, uh, yeah, guys, check out uh, Irene's Mayo Massage. Here, you just tell them what's it called. So the website is www.irene.com. Irene's.edu. Dot so, okay. or you can Google Irene's Myomassology Institute. Okay. So it's pretty cool, and it's Irene's in Southfield. I mean, if you can't spell myomassology, it's it's a mouthful, but right. it'll pop up. I mean, it's pretty marketable, and it's out there. Nice, cool. So check out Irene's and email Jocelyn if you have questions. Jocelyn Simpson twenty four at Outlook dot com. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you next time.